would like to talk about the art of living ageless. So we come to parts of our life where we can no longer deny what is really happening before us. And so with Earth Day rapidly approaching, and my, my deepest passion is about climate change and global warming for like the last 10 years. And when I first started talking about it, I was very leery, but I would still step out and talk to people about it. And they would look at me with like, like a blank line, like, what is she talking about? I really didn't know what I was talking about at that time. I was just made aware and I wanted other people to be aware of what was actually happening in the world. And so, you know, I, 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 I challenge people thought processes, you know, the, the visceral awakening versus the intellect. I know what it used to be, but every time we have these catastrophic situations, hailstorms, um, tornadoes, and hurricanes, it's, it's cultivating a, a population of poverty. A lot of people become unemployed as a result. Um, I mean, we see the spike in the cost of food. Going to the grocery in itself, in and of itself, is going to be a task of just being able to move money around and buying what's most important and having to put things back. And um, I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes where a lot of young mothers are having to do that. Um, I, you know, I, I, I feel like everything in my life has led up to this point in my life where I'm actually on my mission and presently, I can't talk too much about it, but I am a part of a team right now for the next few weeks um, with climatologists. Um, they brought me on, and I'm very honored about it. Um, scientists, engineers, we're all coming together in this think tank, and we're trying to come up with ways to deal with climate change and global warming and allow it to become etched in the souls of the masses because it's really serious. And, you know, having people having to restart their lives over and over because of the damages of these storms and all this, and a lot of it is about corporate greed. We have to be totally honest about what is happening here. You know, and I get it because, I mean, I recycle plastics and I'm always thinking about how I can do even get even better at my craft. I took literally a whole year off and had my own studio apartment where I just mastered the craft of recycling plastic. It didn't come easy because I had been doing it for nine years, but when my ambassador suddenly passed away last year, she had been on a journey with me the whole while, and it made me step my game up. And so 
it took me a whole year just to, not only because of the pandemic, to isolate myself from the rest of the world and just really protect my energy in another way so as to continue leveling up. And when we invest so many hours in something, it is then time to turn around and teach that. See, so when we invest in negative things, that's what we have. And we only can turn around and teach other people how to be negative. But then if we put that in good soil and we do good things after 10,000 hours, I don't know how many hours, I'm just doing a guesstimate. We are put in a position where we have to teach what we have learned over those years. So this is why sometimes we can really like people and and in our life and really enjoy their company, but they can be attached to things that are not good for you as an individual and where you're going. So sometimes we have to make that very hard pivot to not accept what these really nice people have to offer because they are attached to things that are not good for you. So when you allow yourself to level up and become a public victory, you can't be attached to everybody and everything. Situations and circumstances, you have to allow those things to fall away. And they'll find their way in their own time. So when we think about a visceral awakening, you know, it's about deep emotions. And a lot of times, you know, those those feelings, though, they go really deep. You know, sometimes people have been brought up in very, very tumultuous environments. And so they their awakening comes from that place of anxiety. And, you know, the Bible says be anxious for no thing and, and fears and, you know, manipulation and all. And so this is what they know because... That's where a lot of their hours were invested in being in that environment. So their struggle is to break free from that. It's kind of like the movie um, um, Forrest. Uh, what is it? Forrest Gump. And when he ran out of those braces on his legs, it's I guess it's kind of like having that kind of tenacity to break free from old habits, patterns, and behaviors. Because, if you know, sometimes people can have those old pattern habits and behaviors, and sometimes other people can change and no longer want that in their life. They have that prerogative, they have that right to not want those things in their life. You know, it's almost like, thanks but no thanks, I can't do that. I, you know, I remember a family that I was a part of for many, many years. And I can actually tell you back in Christmas of 1999, it was almost like a wind just blew by me. 
And I don't know if you listened to the last two uh, podcasts that I did, but it was like a wind blew by me. And when that wind blew, it's like I sat and I could not remember these people's name or anything. These people have been in my life over 20 years. But just like that, it was like that big eraser that was in my back pocket. It's like I just took it and erased everything about that. And it was like, who are these people? I, I don't even know if I just, it was a shift in perception. I don't know. And I know it wasn't insanity. I knew that I knew where I was and everything, but it was like all of a sudden, the, the the confusion of the illusion was made very clear, clear as glass. And I knew at that moment, this is where I'm not supposed to be. And I knew that day when I left, that was a chapter just closed. It was, it was just closed. That something that I thought was real was not real it was all in an illusion and I had bought into that illusion I had even invested time and energy into that illusion and clearly there was no reciprocity but I could not really see that until in that moment that path was made very clear so I'm saying that to say this about climate change and global warming. It is real. It is here. And it is wreaking havoc on so many levels. I mean, drinking water out of a plastic bottle, I don't knock anybody's hustle, but it's really selling plastic. And we're just getting more and more and more. You know, I told a friend of mine, and I really wasn't going to say anything, but as I work with the plastics, I did, first of all, I disinfect before cutting. And so when I'm out in my work area, I kept smelling this gas. There's no stove out in my work area, you know, shop. So I'm like, what is it? And I realized it was coming from this plastic. There was like a gas that comes from this plastic. And believe me, I disinfect and bleach. I disinfect everything before I actually come into agreement with this plastic to create it into something else. There's an agreement. There's a process that takes place before I go in and take and change something into something else. We can't create and we can't destroy energy. So we come into agreement with it. Whether we cognizant or not. Somehow or another, the energies that we attract into our life, we come into agreement with it. And we bring it in one way or the other. One way or the other. We either grow from it or... You know, we learn lessons or we become lessons from those energies that we attract. But it is still a part of our life journey uh, that we have these situations. So I really want people to take 
a moment of silence and just really think about what can be done as it relates to climate change and global warming. We can all do something. No matter how small it is, we can do something. Even if we just put our bottles in in a big bag and and like I said, I, I, I have an overflow because once you put a call out for plastic, people are very generous. And because they get what's trying to happen or what's going on. So we can all do something. And um, coming from those, those, those visceral awakenings where, you know, we kind of dealing with our own inner feelings about things. And sometimes in those inner feelings, there's a lot of distorted perceptions because a lot of it is belief systems and stuff that's been handed to us by the generation before and the generation before that. And those things change. This There's a reason climate change, the word change, is a part of climate. Because it is changing. And we all have to be aware. I mean, you know, we're having tornadoes and stuff. It's springtime last I looked at it. And so we're supposed to be seeing flowers and everything. And we're seeing things twist and turned and blown from here to there. And so we have to really look at this. We have to look at the unemployment that comes as a result of this. We have to look at the uh, financial um, strain that families are put under when they have to um, make repairs. So people are digging really deep in their pockets and in their 401 and 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 um doing different things trying to be creative but how many times can you do that? How many times can you do that? People are finding themselves having to do things that they never dreamed they would have to do. But it's still as um Doran said, is the survival of the fittest. We have to think about the giraffe didn't have a long neck, but as the trees kept growing, his neck kept stretching, and we call it adaptation. He adapted to his environment, but let's be very, very clear. Everybody's not going to have the skills to keep adapting to these different environments that we're going to be in. We saw it with the pandemic. A lot of people weren't able to adapt. And believe me, those people are deceased. They're not coming back. They're not on vacation. But, you know, because of a lot of times underlying health problems and stuff, their body could not take the attack. I mean, honestly, I just had... Another shot. At first, I was on the fence about the shots, but then I said, okay, let me just go ahead and do it. And I had um, my second booster um, this week. And when I tell you I was sick, every one of those shots made me very, very sick. But this very last one lasted about 24 hours. As opposed to the other three, it lasted at least three days. 
when I tell you literally my equilibrium and all was off, my homostasis was off, but I'm a survivor. And so I came through it. So, you know, for people that are, have been on the fence about it, I mean, it just, you know, it was just a way of me to stop ducking. I had been ducking for like two years, just about avoiding people. I had generalized uh, anxiety. I didn't want to really see people I knew. It was just really, and I had been tired of being like that. But in that interim, I was able to build myself up to the person that I am today, which I have no regrets about. I'm very thankful and grateful and very honored that I even had that space and that time to get the things done that I wanted to do. Those were things that were on my list. But I was given the opportunity to put the things I wanted at the top of my list. And I can go check, 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 check. That is a good feeling. So, in closing, I want you to be very mindful that this week is Earth Day coming up. And I don't care. Maybe you want to plant a red bean or anything. Just something in honor of what is happening in the world. I will start um, mentoring a family member. She's seven years old. But she's dealing with grief right now. So I will start working on projects with her this week. Um, and hopefully we'll do a plant. We'll plant something and get her into overstanding or understanding, um, understanding what is happening with the world. So we'll, you know, you can start with them at any age. Children are, are much more receptive than we want to think they are. And so... In closing, I would like to say Happy Easter for the people that still celebrate Easter. It has its its reasons. I get the reasons on my spiritual path. It's more about death and rebirth, which is a cycle we really need to end. Because going through the same cycle over and over, dying and being born again and dying and being born again is because some lesson is is trapped and it's not being understood or overstood or whatever so somehow or another getting that mind and that heart on one accord is something that needs to happen or you'll find yourself in that same bowl of yellow jello calling out for help and nobody wants to help because they've all seen it before and nobody wants to hear your voice yelling everybody go on with their life look at the clock on the wall it keeps ticking and it keeps moving and so like I said my new thing is not just why why it's like why not me if I allow myself to be in situations and circumstances and not try to pull myself up by the book, by the um, bootstraps, why not me? Why, why not me have a hard life 
because I keep fighting for limitations. Well, you get to keep it. That's it. That, that There's no easy way. You can't go over it, under it, around it. You go through it. So I would like to close with saying that I'm my website. Okay, that's my next step. I'll go and work on a couple of more blogs, but I'll, I like what's happening. And um, just remember about Earth Day. Just do something. I don't care what it is. Just try to do something. You know, just plant something. Just maybe just be in a quiet state of meditation. Some people are still doing Ramadan, um, practicing Ramadan. Um, dry fast, juice fray fast, something, do something. Mother Earth has given us a lot and we need to give back to her um, as well. So in closing, my divine salutes your divine. Namaste.